We are Artist Uprising. We have started a movement. Call it a revival for arts and entertainment. Call it a renaissance or united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. Hey everyone, welcome to the Artist Uprising podcast. I am your host, Ketch Smith. We are so excited to be launching this podcast and to be introducing you to some of the most creative people. Today's episode is with the founders of Artist Uprising, Merrick Porchadu and Angela Ross. They started Artist Uprising a few years ago. And in this episode, we talk about what Artist Uprising is all about, why they started Artist Uprising, and what you can expect from this podcast moving forward. Support for this podcast comes from our listeners and from Common Desk, creative co-working spaces across DFW that provides monthly memberships and amenities for professionals and creators of all kinds. Find community and productivity at thecommondesk.com. Thank you so much for listening. Here is my conversation with the founders of Artist Uprising, Merrick and Angela. Well, Angela, Merrick, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. Um, Tell me a little bit about Artist Uprising and about what you do, how you started it, why you started it, all of that. Yeah, so um, this is Merrick speaking right now. Um, I founded uh, Artist Uprising a few years ago, um, and then Angela came in real quickly after we kind of kicked off, and um, essentially what we do is we go out and we find the best talent for companies, brands, nonprofits, organizations, whatever, that are looking for um, a wow factor, you know, so sometimes it can look like music, booking music, sometimes it looks like booking some kind of crazy activation or sculpture or art, or it might just be simple, like, needing a designer for some campaign, you know? So, um, yeah, for us, I think um, it was really important for companies. I mean, we get phone calls all the time, text messages, people just being like, hey, do you know of an artist that could do this or a muralist that could do that? And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we were like, well, we'll just, whatever their budget is, we'll go find the best talent for that budget. And, you know, our percentage comes out of that. And it's just really turnkey. It's very easy. Everybody understands it. And it was just something that kind of wildly took off. And um, so it's, it's evolved a lot from there. But that was the starting point. And on, this is Angela, on the, on the side of the artists, you've got a lot of artists out there who either A, are not great administratively or mm-hmm. just don't enjoy it at all. Um, and it's also very difficult for artists to actually ask for money. Um, there may be some out there that are okay with it, but I would say the majority have a hard time with that. Yeah. So they typically um, undershoot what they're really worth. And um, it's just, it's a lot easier for them to have somebody else speaking on their behalf. So in a day and age when, you know, we live now where people don't want to sign contracts for anything, not even, I mean, not their cell phone. I just got a gym membership and they didn't make me sign one. So, which I was happy because I can quit tomorrow. Um, No, but so I think we find a lot of them are, they're thrilled that there's an opportunity for them to, to either bring us something that's already come to them and they can say, hey, can you guys handle this? And we'll handle everything from the negotiating to the paperwork to the insurance, you know, the follow through of the event or the project. And, 
we don't own them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the, the most attractive thing to the artist. Um, they can bring it to us or they don't have to. If they bring it to us, I'm 100% certain we'll do a great job. Yeah. Probably better than most. But um, but they don't owe us after that. They could yeah. go on their merry way if they wanted to. They could bring us another another deal. Or we also have people, like as Merrick said, they're looking for people. So we have kind of a roster of people that are our go-tos. Um, so we're often bringing them things as well. But yeah. We're kind of the middleman, and we know how both sides work, and we really know what both sides want out of it. Uh, so we mm-hmm. we try to make sure that both parties are really happy in the end, and that everybody's doing something they feel is in keeping with their brand, their their artistry, um, and really everybody's happy at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah, I would say um, that you know that bridge between corporate world to artistry world the 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 conversation barrier is just pretty massive. Mm-hmm. So to have somebody, um, when I say somebody, you know, people like us to kind of come in and really understand, um, just to kind of echo what she was saying, understand what the project is and what the demographic reach is for the company mm-hmm. that is shelling out the money to hire the artist, and then making for sure that the artist fully understands the expectations that come with that. And there's really no awkwardness because they're not talking directly necessarily. Yeah. So the artist can, if they're really pissed about something, they can just shoot off steam with us. And we're like, yeah, we get it. And we then you'll handle it on yeah, the we'll handle other it. Hand. And then other way around too, yeah. you know? And we've had situations like that where we've, you know, we've understood, oh, wow, they needed, they really needed somebody to come in and communicate to yeah. both sides. Um, so, and yeah. someone to help them stay on track with paperwork and, you know, we, yeah. we can be the bad guys, so to speak. Yeah. We can push the deadlines. We can make sure people are paid. We can make sure that, you know, we can go back to the artist and say, they don't love this. This isn't going to work. We're going to need to come yeah. up with something else or whatever. Um, it's a little bit more difficult and it gets more sticky and honestly not as enjoyable when it's sometimes direct yeah. from, uh, you know, company to artist. Mm-hmm. And I think more than anything, there tends to be, like she said, there's such a massive communication gap there that there are things lost in translation. And we sort of know how to translate it to the artist in a way that they will understand and yeah. then translate it back to the company in a yeah. way that they will understand and yeah. kind of soften the, the conversation there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say an example that we're that I'm working on right now that's been really interesting. It's for um, a restaurant that wants a very large um, sculpture, sculpt sculpture. Yeah. Um, but it needs to look like a tree and blah 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 blah. They have all of these these ideas of what they want. Um, so I had to go find the artist that would do that. Well, I mean, I'm talking like hours of talking yeah. through this with the company before I even, I knew the artist from the second I got the email. Um, I knew exactly who it was going to be, yeah. but I was like, I need to really understand this. Um, and I'm talking like hours of just kind of working on that before I ever even really brought the artist in and had them spend a lot of their time yeah. on it yeah. as well. And so it was really turnkey for the artist. You know, I, it was great. I was just able to like bring them a deal, say, Hey, here are this, the speculations, here's what they need. We did a walkthrough of it, and then, you know, a yeah. contract got signed. Yeah. He has no idea how much on almost kind of like the management side right. of things um, that that took. But that's kind of the point of why we exist is to just really be the administration yeah. um, angle of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your, y'all's individual roles in Artist Uprising? Like, do y'all both do the same thing? Are you separate? 
do you do one thing, Angela, you do the other? Or, like, how does that work? How do y'all work together? Yeah, we've really um, kind of divided and conquered, especially mm-hmm. going into this next year. Yeah. I would say last year we worked a lot hand-in-hand um, hand together, um, doing a lot of booking for, uh, you know, music and corporate entertainment, things like that. Um, we also work with some celebrity influencers and in negotiating contracts for them. Yeah. And honestly, Angela is, uh, both of our backgrounds is in, you know, music and entertainment, but um, Angela is really heading up the division of the music and the celebrity influencer side uh-huh. of things. And I head up a little bit more of the art side of things. So I'm handling a lot more when it comes to, um, you know, murals to um, parks that have sculptures in them to hospitality industry, all of that kind of stuff. So I try to be the art guru and she'll be the music guru just so that people know where to go to have the conversation. We're kind of alike in all the right things and very different in all the right things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Merrick's number one strength is probably strategy and mine's communication. So if that tells you anything, (laughs) um, (laughs) but so, you know, we, we, there are a lot of things we do together and that we do, you know, fairly equally, but there are definitely things that come in that we both know this one's you. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just yeah. not my thing. Yeah. Um, so I love to negotiate. I love sales. Really? Yeah. yeah. I do not have, have a you always talking liked that? about money. <laughs> uh, well, I, so prior to this, I, w- I was in sales for a long time. Okay. Um, so I've done, I've worked in sales and I've worked in entertainment and when they get to come together, that's like yeah. the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, and then Merrick is like the idea machine. <laughs> like for her, every like 1,000 ideas, I've got one. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> it's good to have a sounding board though where I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. what about this? What about that? And she's like, okay, so how are you going to execute that? I'm like, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. But. I sort through them all and I try to pick one that we can yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. But yeah, thank goodness for the Enneagram. I'm oh, a my gosh. oh my gosh, yeah. I'm a diehard. Don't get me started. Don't get us started. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a seven, obviously, with a very strong eight wing, so don't cross me. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm a three with a four wing, so I'm over here achieving yeah. left and right. Yeah. And then but also like tapping into my <laughs> artistry side of myself. Yeah. Yes. She's dreaming half the time. I am. That's yeah. amazing. So you mentioned y'all met in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then like didn't talk. Yeah. And then what you saw her in Denver. Y'all saw each other in Denver. Yeah, so weird. In 2016? Se- uh, 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. So, like, in 20, 2007, that was the first time y'all met. Right. And yeah. then y'all just, what happened after that? We, just... Well, we met in a retail environment. I was actually okay. the salesperson, and she was coming in. <laughs> so, we met quickly. We, like, saw that we had some things in common. It was one of those things, like, this is such a Enneagram 7. I was like, we should hang out. You know, yeah. I just met you. Yeah. And then she was also moving to LA. I was moving to LA, so I I moved left. Didn't even I mean really didn't think much. I mean life goes on, you know. Yeah. And then was came back to Dallas, moved back to Dallas, was in Denver with some friends, and saw her speaking at something that I was like, I I swear I know this girl. Yeah. And my friend next to me was like, Of course you do, you know. That's like the <laughs> ongoing joke. And yeah. I was like, But I think I really do. I was like, You're gonna have to like the whole like hour. I was just thinking who. Like, why do I know her? Yeah. And it dawned on me, and I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I met her once in 2007. Like, why would I even remember Yeah, that's her, so weird. You know? So long story short, we chatted, and then I ran into her at a coffee shop here after we got back, and she had the magazine with her, which we'll go into in a yeah. second. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. I, need, I needed to know more. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, I'll just jump in and talk about the magazine. So um, at that time, I we have a, a magazine that we feature the top 25 mm. creatives of DFW. It's like my... Um, before Angela came on, it was like my labor of love for the city. It's, I'm not trying to be in the publication business, but it was actually a marketing technique for the company just to kind of say, Hey, this is who we are. Um, it's a really high end, high scale, really well designed and bound, um, you know, publication. And so it's beautiful. Um, thank you. Merrick is behind most of the, uh, design. (laughs) It is beautiful. Yeah, it's legit. Um, and so I, I really just wanted to do it as a marketing piece that would really pay for itself. And um, and it was exactly that. It was great. Um, in fact, I think, let's see, that was the first year that I met. Yeah, okay. So, um, so I had not fully released it yet. I was about to go take it into some stores that were going to, yeah. you know, resell it, hotels and things like that. And where I was super, super selective of where I wanted it to go, but... Um, had obviously never done this before. And so I ran into Angela again for like the fifth time at that point. And uh, she saw me sitting with the magazine. So we kind of went over it. And um, it was just kind of where the sparks started to fly of, hey, we both really, really have an eye for finding talent. Yeah. Um, I have the ability from a design standpoint to put it out there in a way that is acceptable to any reader mm-hmm. or any, or any, you know, person that would actually take a moment to really yeah. absorb it. And, um, and then Miss sales person over here hops in the car with me. And by the end of the week, we were in 34 locations, mostly by yeah. her connections. <laughs> and I was in yoga pants that day. She goes, you want to go to a meeting <laughs> at, uh, the jewel with me? I said, uh, not like this. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> But I went and I sat far away and like watched her you meet. Crushed it. <laughs> but you know, I love that you remember that you're in yoga pants. That's amazing. Yeah, because I was like, she's like, do you want to go in the car with me? She looked all cute, and I was like, um, I don't know about that. So yeah. Funny. And then I was like, oh sure, ask me twice. Yeah. Um, but when I used to in a in my previous jobs, I traveled a ton for work, and I was yeah. all over the U.S. So when I did, I had a, like a little rule that I wanted to try a local beer local coffee and I bought a local piece of jewelry uh-huh. so when I moved back here I was in a real transition of my life and I was like what do I really want to do I kind of have a clean slate here I can kind of start over and do whatever I want um you know what do I want to do it's never too late I was mid-30s at that point and um when she showed me the magazine I literally looked down and I was like whatever this is I need to know about this yeah like mm-hmm. this is like this pulls at my heart, this top 25 situation mm-hmm. of all of these incredible people who are here in our city. Yeah. Like, pull me in on this. So, And really, you know, when we talk about the top 25 emerging creatives, um, and this really kind of hones into who Angela and I are and what Artist Uprising really, really is passionate about is finding emerging tipping point artists. So our top 25, a lot of them might actually be internationally known or nationally known, but they live here in Dallas as well. Um, Some of them might be in celebrity status. um, Several of them are not. And then we usually throw in maybe one or two in our top 25 that are, have not much of a following, just some like crazy, crazy raw talent. So, um, but most of what we try to find is that tipping point. So they might have several, several thousands to hundreds of thousands of followers, but they're not, they're not huge in the, in the, the fame world mm. yet and um 
they are perfect for companies and brands and organizations that are looking to save some money but get some crazy great talent and ride a press wave. Yeah. Um, and I love that. The, the strategy, you know, in me, the strategicness, I guess, yeah. in me yeah. wants to sit there and find a way to market for both, uh, you know, win-win situations all around because when an artist can tip with an opportunity, a paid, a great paid opportunity mm. for them that turns into um, a huge marketing campaign for right. the brand. It's awesome. It's almost mm. like the the brand or the company or whoever mm. um, is actually paying for a really great PR move. Yeah. Um, but it's unique and it's different and it's experiential and it's... Um, and we've even had some people that this is where we really feel good about what we do when... Or when we know we're on the right track. Yeah. Later, after the magazine comes out, let's say, you know, a month or two or six months, and those people are now going on in their field to do so much bigger things where they're being mm. nationally or internationally recognized, we're like, we knew it. We knew it. Yeah. We knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, talent scouting, if you want to call it that, mm -hmm. but it's really just for the purpose of... Um, seeing them grow yeah, really yeah. and and wanting to bring exposure to what they do and the talent that's there because right. they're i mean talent there's so much talent yeah. it's insane yeah. and not everybody's going to make it because not everybody either wants to has the wherewithal i mean there's so many things right. that go into it but if we can bring a little bit of exposure to pieces of the creative community here i mean we love it yeah 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 there's no need to go hire someone, you know, from New York, let's say, mm -hmm. for a mural here when you've got incredible muralists here. Right. Right. So. Yeah. And that's true for every city. Right. You know, exactly. Right. We, we're obviously located here in Dallas, um, do a lot of work in Nashville and got some artists that we work with that are in and out of LA and New York. And it's yeah. like, it really, you know, we're in a day and age now where local is so, um, it's so wanted. Right. Um, it's hard to find. You have a lot of really great talent that doesn't pay for SEO. So if you were to type in, you know, whatever best muralist in Dallas, yeah. like it comes from publications that have published ab about it. But um, you're really getting this very authentic um, rise of of need that's coming from the local, you know, yeah. cities. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, with Dallas, it's great just because it's a city on the rise mm -hmm. for many, many things. And you get a lot of corporations that are actually moving their headquarters here um, that are looking for some really cool, unique things. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I hear people say all the time, all the time, especially in music, they just came out of nowhere. And I am just such a proponent of no one comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. People are working hard and honing their craft or just playing in a little coffee shop mm -hmm. in their little hometown, never thinking that anyone will hear them, but they're not just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but for the majority, most people are working, you know, multiple jobs, trying to pay their bills, working their butt off for, you know, years before yeah. anybody knows who they are. And just because you all of a sudden have heard about them doesn't mean that they right. come out of nowhere. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into that. And, you know, if we can help, propel that then we've done our jobs yeah 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 so with this top 25 that's coming out we're really excited to um even though we've done the last two years of um 
of you know the top twenty five being in our in our magazine. We're actually pushing this into a podcast now. Yeah. Um, just because number one, there's more than twenty five people. Um, you know, we will actually have a top twenty five, uh-huh. but we'll uh, continue to keep growing that and interviewing some more people beyond that. Um, and you know, going out into hopefully some more cities and start capturing more of the top yeah. twenty five in other cities. Um, but really the heart of what we want to hear from these 25 is um, learning about their tipping point. Yeah. You know, finding out um, our mission is to abolish the term starving artistry. Yeah, That's I just want like, to say that. I love It's a core staple it. yeah. of why we do what we do. Um, and a lot of that looks like having to um, even explain to corporations and whatever that they're paying for something that's actually very valuable, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and still within their budget, but it's, it has a value to it, you know? Um, and so what we really want to hear from is just some of the struggles, some of the hardships, some of the successes, um, the moments where like, you just know something is about to just break out for you. Um, and I think that's the core of, um, the message that we hope people get encouraged by yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. How do y'all find these artists? That may sound dumb, but like what I see is like, mm. if I'm going to find someone, I just go to Google and find them. So I can't imagine right. y'all are just sitting on Google no. going, a good artist here in Dallas, right. you know, like, so how do y'all right. find these people? I would actually say Google's, I love you, Google, but they're not that helpful when you're looking for local talent. That's what I was going to say, because yeah. yeah. I Google all the time, I'm like, nothing comes up. Yeah, right, right. Um, it really, part of it is us, I guess, being out there. Um, honestly, some of it has been social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing leads to another, leads to another. And I'm like, who's this person? Yeah. Where'd they come from? Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, whether that's someone sitting in their living room playing on a guitar or, and it, and it's not just, oh, cool. They have a good voice. You know, there's gotta be something that really grabs my attention. Right. But I would say a lot of it is connecting, um, being out, like going to events, going to things, talking to people. You know, a lot. I mean, we've talked to some people that have said, you should meet my friend. And then we meet their friend and we're like, wait, what do you do? Yeah. And it's just, there's a lot of it that's yeah. relational. Yeah, it's yeah. very organic. I would say um, Instagram for sure helps. Um, but honestly, when we jumped into doing our first top 25, um, the, uh, you know, I used kind of a, a panel of curators, um, in Dallas that are experts mm-hmm. in their own field, whether it was music or art or yeah. architecture, uh, whatever. But, um, after those 25 were selected and we did, did the publication and it was really successful and they all got excited about it. Um, finding the next 25, really, I just went back to the other 25 and I said, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. who, who is, you know, who would you recommend? Right. Um, and of course they recommend like five, each person like recommended like five more people. Somebody, yeah. yeah. Who do you know that's doing cool stuff here? Yeah. yeah. So I would say like a lot of it comes from us just knowing a lot of great artists and working with people who, especially, especially when they do tip, yeah. um, it, it in turn kind of helps us out because, um, you know, if they move into any kind of celebrity fame and then they give us the names of, Hey, you guys should check out this person. Like they know the degree in which, you know, our passion is to help mobilize that person Mm -hmm. next. Yeah. So, um, 
it'd be really cool to then start hearing on this podcast from the 25 mm-hmm. yeah. that you're doing yeah. who they've got their eyes on um, and uh, start interviewing some of those people too. But Do people approach y'all? Like, are they like, hey, you should feature me in your magazine or something like that? We have had that. Yeah. <clears throat> we get a lot of uh, inquiries on the website yeah. through that. It's hard to sort through everything. Yeah. Um, Instagram is a really great way to reach us. Um, like, tagging tagging us mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, if you don't leave us alone <laughs> yeah. on Instagram, we'll <laughs> right. find you. Yeah. You know, we have enough people that are in and out of it. But, um, yeah. So, if there's, like, an event... Here in Dallas, are y'all, do y'all take a booth and set up a booth, or do y'all just go into the event and meet people? Say it's like um, maybe a music festival or um, an art show or anything like that. What does that look like? If we have relationships there and we're like actually invited by somebody we know, then that's great. Yeah. I mean, obviously that makes it easier, but right. um, if it's just something we're just going to, I mean, I actually, when it comes to the music side, there are times where I like to be just in the back and watch yeah. because I think some of the best talent is found that way mm-hmm. um, in the random coffee shop in, you know, the, the small bars. Yeah. yeah. The first, you know, opener that no one comes for. Right. Yeah. Showing up for that person. Yeah. Um, I kind of love it Yeah, because I have had moments where I've sat and thought this person, I don't, you know, although I don't know them personally, like talent wise, they have what it takes mm-hmm. now. You know, all the rest of it, there's lots of other elements. But right. um, that's, that's a really cool moment to be like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, why, why does the rest of the world not know who this person is? Yeah. You know? And when it comes to, um, gosh, just getting around those people if they need um, consulting or business advice yeah. or just some tips on things like that, um, you know, we're really, really passionate about that. It's, you know, we have to be careful with how much time we spend on all of that, but because yeah. everybody really needs it. But, um, but that's really fun yeah. to say, hey, here's, let's just kind of put together a quick mm-hmm. strategy campaign for you to get you from point A to point B and see what happens. Yeah, I, I that's actually a good point because I had someone uh, probably a year ago, no, maybe like a year and a half ago, say to me, this was a musician, say like, I want to talk to you about management. And I said, I don't actually think you need management. Um, I think you need a plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much agreed with me. I think that the idea of a manager sounds great, but, um, you know, these are people that when you're in the very beginning, you're basically asking to work for free. Mm. And so they got to be pretty passionate, you know. Um, And so instead... Why don't you find someone who knows that world, sit down with them for two hours and get a game plan, Yeah. get advice, get like, here's where I'm at, Where? what do I need to do next? Mm-hmm. Because you don't really need help managing yet. Like, you're not mm-hmm. at that place. Um, and I think that's probably the best piece of advice that I gave that person because yeah. it's just easy to be like, oh, I need a manager because that's, that's what I need. Like, that's, that's yeah. the thing that's supposed to be next. But really, you just need some help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you may need some connections, but like... You just need a plan. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go all the way back to the beginning. So y'all have this idea of starting Artist Uprising. Mm-hmm. What is going through your head when, you're like, all right, I want to start this thing. I'm going to quit my job or quit what I'm doing right now, and I'm gonna, we're going to start this. How did you, like, what was your thought process? Like, was it scary? Were you like, 
I don't know if this is going to work. Like, what's going to happen? What, what was I was already I... jobless at that point because I had... <laughs> <laughs> so you had nothing to lose. Right. I had uh, gone through a lot of life transition and moved back very abruptly to Dallas where I never thought I would live again. So, yeah. uh, you know, this made things looking up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This was probably the highlight of that year. But yes, it, but it's still like you kind of get to a place... I mean, America has a lot to say about that, but you get to a place where you're kind of like, okay, but like, can this really work? Because... Yeah. I can only be in this season where I'm like really not making much money for so long. Right. Yeah. 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 The entrepreneur life is, it's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that goes yeah. with that. I mean, I'm like still like, are we still in that season? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say it's super scary. Um, I mean, I tend to be a visionary that wants to run after things like, yeah. Really, really, really hard. Uh-huh. I'm a three, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's core. Um, the three so. is the achiever. For those of you who are wondering, yeah. seven is the enthusiast. Yes, I needed a cheerleader. <laughs> yep. Um, so it makes a great team. Yeah, it does. It, yes, because there are times where if I get down, then I'm like, for sure, I gotta, I gotta call her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so in the beginning, it was you know me, me myself and I just jumping out to leave my full-time job. I had uh, two kids and just a lot with, I mean, I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old now, but at the time they were one and zero. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just crazy time. Um, And the whole stay at home, mom, working home, you know, working at home, staying at home, trying to juggle all of it um, was a lot, Um, but it's doable, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. I have thankfully like a really supportive husband who, you know, helped in that whole season and yeah. kind of getting just one foot in front of the other and putting a plan around yeah. all of it. Um, but, you know, it when Angela came along, it's like two became a force and mm-hmm. things just were able to move um, a lot better, a lot faster. Um, and now, you know, we're still one foot in front of the other and we've yeah. got, still got lots of life changes, but I would never do it differently. Yeah. I would never have not stepped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tell artists all the times cause they're entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, like, and we get the question a lot, like, Hey, when should I leave my job to jump into art full time? Yeah. I'm like, well, what's your plan? You know? I mean, I, she's like, I have strategy for you, but what's <laughs> yeah. your plan? Yeah. Yeah, but what's your plan? <laughs> I have something for you. Right. And most artists are first. like, I have no plan. <laughs> right. Zero plans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, I think it's a beautiful, I think we're in a beautiful time where entrepreneurship is really, I have a lot to say on another podcast about yeah. the reason why we don't have full-time employees and, but why we have a lot of yeah. you know, freelancers uh-huh. um, that work with us because I really, really believe that that is the future of, you know, even corporate culture. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there are positions and things like that for full-time jobs, but, um, gosh, people are just wanting to do, they want their freedom. Yeah. They want to do their own thing. Um, and the more that you can give that and just let, let go and, and present the opportunities that best fit who they are and what they're passionate about. I mean, we drive things like crazy where I'm like, you would think that we are, massive Mm. we are not you know um but we just have quite the opposite of massive yeah we just have (laughs) amazingly talented people i mean gosh by nature of just what we're in right we we can yeah i mean i've done a lot of different jobs um when i think back to like my first few jobs i just am so grateful that i'm not still in those but yeah um 
specifically my personality more than probably others, but life is just too short to do something you don't love. Yeah. Like, and I think you have to kind of look at what's the most important thing to you. If you value, um, you know, money over doing something you love, then that's one thing. But I do believe that there, and I think this is part of what we're bringing to the table, it is possible to do something you love and make good money at it. Yeah, yeah. Because for for a long time, as she said, starving artists, like that's a phrase, and it just shouldn't be. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Um, and so we're kind of trying to think smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not harder. Yeah. 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 Same. And yeah. I, I agree with like, I want it, what I'm doing, I want it to be fun and I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like leave because it's hard because right, right. everything's going to be hard, Yeah. but I want to love it. Yeah. And like, you know, that's what all I think about. Yeah. You know, if you and love it, you'll get up in the morning in the middle for it. of <laughs> yes. chaos or whatever. Right hard thing it is like right. you can push through that right um so yeah that's huge yeah so what's what's life like right now like you just had a baby right yep i have a three and you just got engaged yeah so, all the things like, all the things <laughs> i have a three-month-old and a fiance yeah it's a, it's a full and you plate got artist here. uprising Amazing. top 25 everything going yeah. on like my fiance would probably beg to differ <laughs> that i'm the full plate um <laughs> on his plate but uh yeah so yeah, I've got I've got a wedding this year. I'm yeah. adjusting to yesterday was my first day actually like in an office. Yeah. Um things are going great. Dorothy, which is her name, she seems to be having it. a great time with my sister, so <laughs> good for her. <laughs> while mom works. So we've got a busy year, but yeah. We have some really exciting things. Yeah. 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 And for me, it just looks like this. It looks like a lot of she did what I'm doing not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. not that long yeah, yeah. ago. I'm Your kids are, you have two kids, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And how old are they? Four and three. Four and three. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm now into the season where they're in school, um, you know, and have got... Yeah. I'm back at it when it comes to work. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think one thing you said, it is very important to have the right support around you. Yeah. Because, I mean, just speaking to, like, moms working um there's beauty in stay-at-home moms there's beauty in working yeah. moms there's no difference they're mm-hmm. both working to be yeah. honest yeah. but yeah. um everyone all moms are working mm-hmm. no matter what they're doing yeah. but um one day at a time yeah. you know yeah. you don't have to have it figured out what it's going to be like six months from now mm-hmm. i literally like this last week i was feeling so overwhelmed and it's like okay you know what i'm just going to take tuesday as it comes when i go into the office and get yeah dot to where she needs to be and all that and then We'll see how Wednesday goes, you know? Yeah. So it's like, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. What are you most excited about this year in 2019? Gosh, I feel like last year we, Angela and I just kind of kept our heads down and we worked really hard and then kind of looked up at the end of the year and we're like, hey, fist bump. Yeah. We did really good. <laughs> Um, and then, so I'm, that's I'm it. S- that was the celebration. Yeah. Was fist bump. <laughs> I mean, we have margaritas <laughs> and yeah. stuff, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, definitely I think I'm just excited to keep doing what we're doing. Um, I love that we found something that works. That yeah. is a yeah. win for a lot of, a lot of companies are just needing mm-hmm. what we offer. Um, and we just have this direct line to great talent, you know, that's actually now starting to find us. Yeah. So um, I just think 
we're, we're going to keep plugging and doing mm. what we're doing yeah. and keep putting money in artists' pockets. Yeah. Yep. We actually do love that. Yeah. It is, it is, I would say, more often than not, that we get to pay an artist more than what they think they're worth. Yeah. Or what they think they can ask, yeah. I should say. And that is real exciting. Yeah. Because yeah. if I were on the other end of that, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. just, yeah, I, I would say like continuing to find, um, discover more and more here mm-hmm. in Dallas. And obviously we speak specifically to Dallas because that's where we live. Um, I just heard that there's like 365 people moving to DFW a day. Yeah. A Whoa. day. Yeah. That's insane. So if we can't find talent here, we've got problems. Yeah. But yeah. I think I, I think we feel really excited about, I mean, some of the relationships we've even made at the beginning of this year like it's kind of like hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some big things that we're hoping um, yeah. we can seal the deal on. And then of course I'm getting married, so that's kind yeah. of exciting. Yeah. yeah, that's a big that's deal. That's awesome. Now. Yeah, well y'all are doing a great thing for people. I love watching watching y'all do help people like mm-hmm. find their spot, find what they're mm-hmm. worth. Like it's so encouraging to see people helping other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like y'all are doing what you love. And you're helping other people do what they love. We love that. And so there's a lot of love. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Thank you all for doing this. This is fun. Yes, thank thank you you so much. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home. From the architecture that defines the place where you rest to the space in between lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds, there was an artist who gave you a priceless gift, a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.